Hello, welcome to the I Love Being a Girl podcast with your host, Sharnissa Washington. Hello there, friends, and welcome to episode three of the I Love Being a Girl podcast. I'm your host, Sharnissa Washington, and I'm so glad that you all have taken time to tune into episode three. Thank you for your patience so very much. Um, the last couple of weeks, I have been quiet on social media, uh, quiet when it comes to podcasting because I had some issues with Wi-Fi. It was like a hit or miss here in the Middle East. That's the thing with living in another country. You have to get accustomed to how they use technology and the norms of using technology. And of course, the ups and downs. So I'm back and I'm, I'm really excited. I've been so excited to connect to my family and friends that I get to keep in contact with via social media. So thank you so much. You all just don't know how much that means to me that I can log in and talk to you and chat and like your pictures and all that good stuff because I'm so far away from home. And to be honest, I've been missing my family and friends, like missing I don't know about you, but I thrive on relationships. Yeah, I'm that person, um, an introvert that th- thrive on relationships, right? Um, but I think that's anyone, but I thrive on relationships. So I've been really missing that, that um, one-on-one time, those chats, those worship services, those lunches, um, all of that great stuff. So I'm glad to be connected with you all now. I hope you all been doing good. I hope so. I've been doing pretty well Um, here in the Middle East. We've been experiencing rainstorms and sandstorms. Um, It was sandstorms last week, like almost every other day, it seemed like, which is the reason I have a raspy voice, um, just because of the weather changes and the sandstorms. And then within the last couple of weeks, it's been a rainstorm. So raining twice a week or maybe three times a week. And lately it's been three, four days in a row. So we've been experiencing flooding, very severe flooding in different areas. Um, but otherwise, I've been okay. And I hope you all have been amazing and okay and great and wonderful on your end. I know all of us are going to do different things privately. And I say this and I really mean it. I'm really praying for you. Uh, one thing that I've learned is on a private level, we can experience so many things that we never share publicly. Uh, we know how to mask it. We have social media where we can put filters on things or post what we choose. Um, but privately, many of us have struggles. We have pain. Um, we are fighting demons. Uh, we are literally in wars. We are fighting through depression. Um, some of us are going through marital problems, maybe poor relationships, bad attitudes, suffering in our health. Um, there's so many things that people have going on, but I'm standing in agreement with you and I'm praying that God just be a mighty deliverer and pray with me also. Um, I was in prayer the other day and I was calling out what I needed Jesus to be. I mean, I was praying and I was like, God, I know you to be a mighty deliverer, be a mighty deliverer, God, be, be a strong tower, Lord God, deliver, send a breakthrough, send healing, send peace. And I mean, I was so praying that for myself and for other people. And I'm just in agreement with you that God will continue to show us some strong and, and that we will stand and have the faith in Jesus 
like never before. I, I really feel like um, we have come to a place in our society where we have become dependent on what we can do. We have become dependent on our skills, our abilities, and and, and we have become dependent on um, our money, our funds, and then God puts you in the place and you can't depend on any of those things. You know, sometimes God has to put some people in that place where you can't depend on any of those things. You have to solely depend on him. And and in that hour, may we, if we're there, if, if we're there in that hour where we're like, God, you know, you're, my back is against the wall. I hit rock bottom. I just pray that we would just continue to put all of our trust in Jesus. Like we can't figure it out. We're not that talented. We're not that skilled. We're not that smart, but we have a God who is all powerful. He knows all things. He is all knowing. He is omnipotent. He is omnipresent. And when we cannot find a way to figure things out or to get ourselves out of positions, he has the power to do that. And I'm just praying that we would continue to put our total trust in God. Not some trust, but total trust, depending on him for everything, for everything. I mean, every single detail about our life. May we really put our trust in Jesus. And and, and I love how the scripture says, um, Proverbs 3 and, and 5 and 6. I remember this growing up as a little girl. It says, um, um, putting all of our trust in God. You know, in the scripture is so it's so powerful that scripture because it reminds us that we cannot trust in our own abilities, but we can only trust in God. You know, we can be smart, sure, we can have a plan, but how many of y'all can truly say my plan has folded? My plan did not work. My plan did not turn out the way I want it to be. But but um, Proverbs 3 and 5 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean out into your own understanding in all your ways. Acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. And if you're on a cricket path right now, I'm just praying that we will just and I, I say when I say we I'm putting myself in it. Um, because no matter how long you've been saved, you have to continue to trust in God. So we is me and you. But if we're on a cricket path, I pray that we put our trust in God, acknowledge him in all our ways and, and, and trust him with all our heart. I love how that scripture says, trusting God with your heart, because you know, when you do something, you always want to do it out of your heart. Like, wow, they put their heart into that. Wow, they put they they heart into that performance or they heart into that message or or their heart into that speech or their heart into that dance. You know, when you put your heart in something, you're giving it your all. And look how the scripture says that trust in the Lord with all your heart. Trust in him with all your being. Put everything into God. And I know that's a lot. You know, it's kind of that old phrase that says, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Uh, but when it comes to God, and this is a lot for some of us, we have to put all of our eggs in a basket and say, God, I am trusting you with this entire situation in my life. And, and, and that's a lot of faith 
Because when you put your eggs in the basket, when it comes to Jesus, you are completely taking your hands off of it, off of it. Whatever situation it is, you're taking your hands off of it and you're saying, God, I am allowing you to be in total control of it. And that means at times walking away, at times it may look bleary, like you don't understand what's going on and you want to fix it. But when you trust in the Lord with all your heart, when it looks bleary to you, to God, he's like, I already have this planned out. I already have the end already worked out. I already know what I am going to do and, and I'm going to do it in your favor, child. So go ahead. Oh my gosh, my sisters and my brothers, let's put all of our eggs, all of our heart, all of our trust in Jesus Christ and, and just trust him and believe that he is going to work out a thing for you. Amen. 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 Um, I'm so excited. Um, I gave my word first on this podcast, um, but this podcast is actually something that um, struck a nerve in me <clears throat> over the past couple weeks um, as I'm just dealing with getting my voice together from the cold that I have and just change of weather. Um, but something had really I really impressed me over the past couple of weeks and it was a place of, um, isolation. All right. Um, isolation. So every Christian will have to go through a season where you have to be isolated. You literally have to step back from people, um, which means sometimes relationships may be silent and may be quiet. Um, that means some of your endeavors may have, have to be put on pause, because you go into a place of isolation. Well, I was reading a uh, a blog from um, a very prominent uh, evangelist, and her blog was saying, "It is in isolation; it is a dark place that God makes us." Um, and isolation cannot be a bad thing. Like, like it it doesn't mean a bad thing. You know, years ago when when portraits used to <clears throat> be developed, they had to go into a dark room and. And in the dark room, you would just put up these portraits, these pictures, these photographs, and they will be developed. And as time went on and you bring them out, you have this beautiful photo. But it had to be done in dark. It had to be done in an isolated place. And I just think now how, um, you know, God has to isolate us. I mean, literally put us in a place where... Um, People may not really hear us. People may not really see you. You may not have, um, quote unquote, so much value. You you may be in a place where you like, God is like your BFF because you can't talk and text to anyone because he has you in a quiet, secret place. And isolation is a great place to be developed because in isolation, you learn about yourself. Something else that I learned about in isolation, you really find out who your friends are. Now, I'm not boasting. I'm no way complaining at all. But being thousands of miles away have allowed me to really see who I'm truly connected with and who's connected to me because of possibly what I'm always doing. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Um, because when you're isolated, certain only certain people who really connected to you, who really... I don't want to say love you, but yeah, love you. Those are the people that's going to reach out to you. Not the people that's just trying to be connected to you because you got a name or you got money or you got it going on. But I'm talking about when you are just like, and I'm not saying I'm in a place of isolation, but I know that I'm 
thousands of miles away from home and I know who is connected to me and who has my interest in mind. I'll say that on the safe side. But I will say that that in isolation, when it comes to being in that place spiritually, because right now I'm just talking about naturally, but let's get back to spiritually. But spiritually, isolation is a time for you to really know who you are in God. It is a place of literally self-discovery. You know, if you want to really find out what are your demons, if you really want to find out what makes you tick, if you really want to find out what it is that takes you to a place of happiness and joy and contentment, if you want to find out what it is that you, what's really the thing that you value the most in your life and what gets most of your time, allow God to isolate you. Because is it isolation that you begin to see all the ugly and all the good about yourself? And that's not a bad place. Because when God shows you these things, you can then go back to God and say, God, now can you work on that? You know, I'm 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 dealing with this. I've saw that I've discovered this about myself, Jesus. Work on that, God. You know, you begin to say, you begin to think about how you treat people, how you love people, um, what is your true what are your true desires? You know, you begin to really see your fears. It's so many things that can happen in isolation that brings you to a place that you really see you. Not the you that you maybe portray in front of family and friends, you know, not the persona, not the you that you may post on social media, but the you behind closed doors, the you that is developed in the dark. You know, when pictures are being developed, sometimes they have um, smudges or sometimes they didn't turn out right and they have to destroy them. They didn't work. They in a dark place. They didn't develop. No, it, it, it was some of them that the light hit them and they just they messed up. They messed up. But but in the dark, <laughs> when you see the things, there's always a little light. I like that about it. I like that about it. I like that there's there's a little light to see. Is this working? And my sisters and my brothers, God has you in a dark place. But listen, he is shining some light on you. He is showing you you. And during this time of isolation and during this time where you feel like I'm by myself, you are not. You are being developed. You are being developed to be the best version of you, the best Christian that you can be, someone that looks like God. And so what if you see your, your, your flaws? So what if you see face-to-face the things that you struggle with? So what? It was meant to be brought up now. You know, I was, I was in a place with God, and I was literally going through some self-discovery. And you're never too old for that. I love that. Like, it's not an age on that. Like, oh, they should be, so, you know, they should have been found that out in their younger age. Well, sometimes people take a while. You know, you don't get it really early, so you get it later. Um, And in a side note, women, after they turn 35, they go through another period of their life and they go into another place of self-discovery. I don't know what it is, but I've been doing a lot of reading and it's true. You go through another phase of your life. So I was, I'm that woman that went through another phase, which is fine. Evolution is great. Um, But to get back to what I was talking about. You know, when you get to self-discovery, it is never, um, it's never, you're never too old to get there. 
But when you get there, it's great because you can work on that part of you now. You know, it's great to learn it earlier than later. Because if if you learn about it now and begin to allow God to work on whatever that is that's going on in your life, you're setting yourself up for greater possibilities. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that great? Like, yeah, let God work on that now so that you can be open to whatever he needs you to be open to. But before he can open up anything, he needs to get that part of you in order. Let him isolate you. Don't be so quick to have a lot of people around you. It's okay. You know, I know sometimes you're like, oh gosh, I need friends. I need people. I'm I'm tired of being by myself. I get it. Trust me. My hand is in the air saying, that's me. That's me. But during that, during the time of isolation, I'm also like, okay, God, I see what you're doing. Do your good work. The Lord reminded me in prayer this week about um, Jeremiah with the potter and the clay. And in my prayer time, I was reminded how that potter, he kept working on that clay until he got it exactly the way he needed it. And it was marred in his hand and, and he had to destroy it and he put it back on the wheel until he had that clay until he formed that clay exactly how he needed it to be. And finally, when it was there, it was beautiful. When it was where he needed it to be, it was a beautiful, beautiful vessel. That's some of us. We are indeed on the potter's wheel. Allow God to shape you the way that he wants to shape you so that you can be a beautiful vessel that is meat for the master's use. And what he told Jeremiah, he said, The way the clay is in the potter's hand, that is the way that you are in my hand. My dear brothers and sisters, as you are in the Lord's hand, may you be developed. May isolation be one of your greatest points of self-discovery to be a great man and woman of God. And may you be shaped to be a vessel of use. God is not through with you yet. Continue to be blessed into episode four. I'll meet you all again. Share with a friend and thanks for tuning into the I Love Being a Girl podcast. I'm your host, Sharnessa Washington. Be blessed. Love y'all. Thank you for joining the I Love Being a Girl podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and tell a friend.